Hello everybody and welcome back to a bonus episode of the Headspace Podcast. This is the show where we break down the new hip-hop albums track by track, giving thoughts and opinions on every single song, letting you know what we think about it. I say we, but today it's just me. My name is Holden Stefan Roy and we will be going through the new Brockhampton project, Ginger. So lately we've been doing a little two-part testing, so it seems like people seem to be more into they watch longer when the video is shorter for some reason so um i've only at this point listened to the first six tracks we're going to talk about those and then in part two we're going to get to the rest of it so i'm going to do a bit of the intro bit now and you can skip that by checking the description of this video to see when i talk about each and every song and i just want to start off by letting you know i know i'm not a professional by any means i'm a person who one day decided to start reviewing albums and it's been a couple of years now and I've clocked a few hundred albums and I feel like my whole perspective on music has gone tipsy-turvy upside its head and I've just come to really appreciate listening to the new and exciting sounds that are coming out inside of the world. So part of that quest is uh, me doing this Brock Brockhampton Ginger album. Um, so I do appreciate all the comments we get on this channel and I feel that they've been a significant part of the growth of us being able to get better. So I do encourage you to leave any comments um, because, well, they'll help. And if you make that effort to leave a comment, I'll totally make that effort to respond to you. And because of that, I like to read my favorite comment on a video that we got recently. This vi uh, came from Mundo Productions and it was, I believe, on our ASAP Ferg review, but it might be on something else that was around that time and it was from, and he says i'm new to your channel love the reviews thanks i do sometimes cherry pick the ones that stroke my ego uh first video i watched was chocolate starfish uh so that's the limp biscuit album nice to hear some positivity about limp biscuit for once any chance of reviewing slipknot's new album so i know that this these bands probably are not the fan base of Brockhampton, but they might be. Either way, um, we're probably going to get to the Slipknot's new album soon. I had wanted to do it this weekend, but I didn't manage my time properly. Hell, that's why I'm doing this review, having only done the first half of the tracks in terms of reviewing it. So, um... We'll get to it because it's a pretty cool album and I look forward to it. And I appreciate the fact that he says, I feel you guys would really give a good detailed review of it. Better than any of that are out there on YouTube. Thanks. And that made me feel special. So this was my favorite comment I got recently and I very much enjoyed that. But you can also be something critical. Sometimes we pick favorite comments that like totally make fun of us or tell us how we're wrong or teach us something. It's, it's like really just we like all the comments that we get um before we jump into the episode though special thanks to the patrons ismail gadamsey chris prado jonathan barnes dj black hurricane uh coney sparks and lindell williams they support what we do so we shout them out at the beginning while you're still watching and uh i think it's about time to get into it i like to start off every episode describing my familiarity with the act so today like i said we're talking about brockhampton's ginger album and brockhampton this is not my first rodeo with them I discovered the uh, boy band back in December when Saturation 3 dropped and we reviewed that album and I was just, I was blown away by it. Like the way that they all flow with each other and the more experimental fun nature of their beats, the way that the album just kind of flowed almost seamlessly like it was a design playlist with a lot of thought and consideration into track order. I was impressed. I didn't, I still haven't actually really gone back to saturation one and two but I, I really like was left with saturation three being amazing and i'm not gonna lie i bumped sister slash nation a whole bunch because i think it's a truly divine song then iridescent comes out and uh i think it's iridescent or iridescence um we review that it's pretty fantastic too i'm not even gonna lie there's there's quite a there's quite a few replayable songs on that that have stuck with me and i feel like brockhampton might even represent like the wave of the future because i believe there's going to be in the next couple of years a significant shift in the direction away from trap kind of being the predominant force and more of this techno pop stuff you're seeing on the other end into something different and the energy that Brockhampton brings to the table is a true contender of being the boilerplate for what ends up becoming the next huge thing. That was my impression going into this album. So I watched a couple of the music videos as they've dropped in the last couple of months because, like I said, I've become a huge Brockhampton fan in the last nine months. Like, I honestly get why 
Anthony Fantano raves about them so much and why he likes JPEG Mafia and stuff because it's like when you hear stuff that's just so different but still does it all right that's refreshing that's like a really exciting experience and that's that's what i get from rockhampton honestly just like excitement and just the concept of how their group is orchestrated where like everybody's included the video people the camera guys like everybody every single member who contributes to the group is is included in it even though maybe only six of them i think right now are vocalist members and whatnot then there's the beat makers but like everybody contributes and builds up this this kind of cohesive unit that is known as brockhampton and honestly it's such a fascinating template for how independent people all over in different cities could organize and structure themselves to do something like drop three full albums in the span of nine months but then if you go back and you consider all the stuff they did the prior years they're like release history of like actual projects is pretty insane but i mean not like mixtapes and craps like they're just dropping all these albums and i'm truly impressed how they are able to pull this off and bounce back after the little scuffle that y'all know what i'm talking about so yeah i was really excited for this um as far as the cover goes there's two of them hugging i don't even know if there are people in the band i have no idea what this picture is from i don't have it this album cover speaks like nothing to me it'll just be what i remember as the identifying of this album i suppose it's called ginger and they have red hair i don't know maybe i should have looked this up or something but i just it just didn't mean anything to me so i didn't feel any desire to care that much about it as far as the title goes it also doesn't mean that whole much to me i'm not gonna lie it just is stuff placeholders in my imagination so for you watching this because i know i feel like i've dropped the ball in any critical analysis here if if y'all want to let me know what, what it means to you maybe it'll inspire me and, and that'll be really cool on that note i don't want to waste your time so why don't we talk about how this review has the total polish of a no halo situation um this song blew me away the first time i heard it it is um like their last album opener might have been one of the best album openers of the year in like a hype kind of sense but if we want to flip it to a calmer more pensive tone and that's how you want to start an album Brockhampton may also be a contender for the champion in uh, that category too because I believe that the energy and, and the power of this song is just divine like you can just listen to it again and again and again and it just evolves in such a way that it, it just stays interesting we start off with Ryan Beatty like I think he's singing a bit I don't know where I'm going if I gotta take the high road I'm rolling and then Matt Champion just jumps in and oh boy does this guy know how to like really captivate you and the way he's just spitting it like i ain't trying to get all up in your head again montana lana maybe i should go mosey my ass over to your house what about a sight of you up on the couch so cozy lozy lit like rosy cheeks oh you so cozy with somebody else and the way he's spitting it has this calm pensive quick but like you can still very clearly hear what he's saying pace to it like true mastery of how to communicate with style i think he, he might be like six tracks into it i think matt champion might be my favorite from like the mc perspective of this album so far spoilers i guess um and this song seems to kind of explore broken relationships kind of stuff and i know it's kind of vague but like each dude on each track kind of seems to always do their own thing while kind of sticking to a loose cohesive subject matter um I mean, right here we're describing him like he's not trying to mess with some girl and he, he's just considering going by some chick's place and then sees her with somebody else and, you know, getting nervous. And, uh, and maybe it's just the fear of that happening versus whatever, but it just gives this tension where there's a lack of certainty on this on this song or just in general i feel like it and, and it's almost comforting in the sense that their like insecurity is so honest and so like direct in the way they put it down that if you ever experience anything of the sort you just relate to it and almost feel comforted by the fact that you're not alone maybe that's a little cheesy and deep but i'm not even playing when i first heard this track i was like whoa anyway 
you know like there's not that much else in terms of like specific bars i think i'm really want to quote from him but it's all right like i like when he sorry i like when he goes i, I take it back baby want to raid the whole apartment like fbi taking everything from pots and pans to fans and golden eye i mean right there you just picture it like you know you let's say you go away maybe you're on tour or something and you come home and it's just all the shit's gone because she left because of whatever whatever now I like when he goes used to be so perfect but it's never getting solved and it's just i've had enough broken situations in my life that i like the fact that they're willing to put this out so candidly the way that they did in such a probably based on real life kind of way plus his voice is just stellar and this flow is just stellar plus the beat is just stellar and then it like flips into this more like i want to say like gospely kind of singy thing where You've got, uh, I'm not sure who Deb Never is, to be honest. I don't even know if she's in the group. Merlin Wood and Matt Champion kind of singing together. I'm sure I'll find it. No one can help me when my eyes go red. I'm sure I'll find it. And you're just like, wow, man. It's like this simultaneousness of trying to find solace and comfort in any kind of a situation mixed with the real and when you picture your eyes going red it's like you're crying or you know maybe you're really stoned but i all either one of those situations you might feel like you're lost and you're out there and you can't handle stuff but it's this like lost vacant helpless feeling mixed with this like almost desire and comfort in knowing that you're going to be able to make it through it and that's a cool juxtaposition that's some art shit that we don't get a whole lot of i think in music in, in almost any genre right now so kudos to brockhampton merlin wood coming into it was my favorite um i i feel like he is the ultimate hype man on this project from what i've heard so far in the way he spits compared to some of the others he but i really just i like his voice i like his energy there's something about the way he says shit that just like gets you pumped up but then he comes in on dish track and i feel like it's this calmer like sadder version of him but it, it don't get me wrong quality wise is just as good but it wasn't that like hyped out shit that i was kind of expecting and I really like that. I like that I keep getting caught off guard. Like, you can't expect anything with these guys. Because, A, a lot of them have multiple vocal ways of hitting it. Like, Kevin Abstract's a freaking genius with his voice. And uh, the fact that they all seem to get more versatile, more willing to experiment over time is also stupidly cool. Um, it flows on through. And then Don, uh, sorry, Merlin's verse is just kind of sad. He's just like a, a little mess, a little emotional clusterfuck. And that's about all he really conveys there. And I just really enjoyed it. I don't have a lot more to comment on him. And then Don McLennan comes in on the third verse. And he's cool, man. Um, used to fight all my night terrors. Now I smoke through the dreams. Depression put me into places where I'm stuck in the seams. They seal my mouth and said only way to breathe is to scream. Pop the stitches from society and fall to my knees. I'm like, damn, that's like a really convoluted way, if I'm not mistaken, and not convoluted in a bad way, but like in the, the poetry, you're kind of supposed to do that way of admitting to being depressed and unable to fit in with people. Beto Chaman trying to figure out a new way to is escape because you bottle everything up and it just wants to explode. And, you know, fitting into society is a complicated thing, especially when he goes on with the next line. The machines weaving out fate are getting harder to please, but I believe to an extreme to anybody listening, there's an in-between. And I think that's some, like, actual sociopolitical commentary on the way the corporate structure seems to consistently demand and tax us more, psychologically speaking, without maybe giving us any kind of payback. Like, there's some idea that because we don't have to push crap in fields and like i don't know be farmers and like physical laborers all the time that somehow life is simpler even though we are psychologically and mentally taxing ourselves to a place where we've never been at before in history so it's fascinating that they're able to kind of mix in some like super consciousness i mean dom's pretty dope like that i think i remember him being kind of like that in general uh joba if i'm not mistaken he's got the high-pitched psycho voice sometimes and then he sings otherwise and here he's kind of doing a more singy thing um went to a church for the hell of it stumbled in drunk as shit been going through it again been talking to myself wondering who i am been thinking i'm better than him it's like damn again just this like moment captured from his version of it where maybe he's dealing with alcohol instead or maybe he's just hating himself and trying to boost up his own ego or something but i'm like wow there is so much packed into this track as the 
and keep in mind like as each of them deliver their music differently the the beat and shit flips up to proper it down to like you're getting this bare face thing where he goes with his weird cool super cool high-pitched voice wash it all out of me feel the fire but you know that's a lie wash it all out of me to feel the fire but you know that's a lie no one can help me when my eyes go which is fascinating like just this sense of repetition of you know clean yourself out promise to yourself it's going to get better but then you're just going to do it again in this self-destructive kind of way so right off the way like right away we're just feeling this track that's weighted with like emotional insecurity this inability to cope with the world as it as it certainly is and nobody's really i don't want to say happy per se but everyone's just kind of like faded out into this communal sense of misery almost like i don't want to say these boys are unhappy i bet they're just creating art based off of honest emotions that people feel like the total anxiety of everything and shit that they really have felt but or feel even but like it's just so powerfully honest i think it blew my mind and it, to me this is an amazing start i gave it a 4.75 everything about it is fantastic the music video is also imaginative and again it's like everybody seems to manage to twist things like people just just come up with ideas spontaneously on the spot and i really it makes me want to watch their music videos because they're not just gonna be you don't you don't know what to expect and it's not gonna be some lame ass everybody's doing the same thing at the very least you know everyone's gonna try and do something that you're gonna remember and that's really amazing to see in this day and age where not many people are willing to go that hard with it so i'm very impressed with this i'm blown away i'm ready to talk about sugar now though sugar is a toxic substance <laughs> so it was about now i figured out that maybe we were going to go on some kind of love journey through this project and that's going to be like a central theme of the music although having heard a couple of the singles i suppose it wasn't that surprising and i'm not saying this in a negative way sonically my interest absolutely dipped at this track just because we faded into some more auto-tuny stuff immediately with dom the way dom or ryan starts the song or dom, or even yeah anyway um it just kind of feels like a different vibe than i would go out of my way to listen to but it's also a testament to the versatility and skill of these guys because the way this album flows each of the tracks kind of just just mesh into each other like like the vibe of a mixtape almost in that sense where it could like just flow out as one long seamless track and i think that's truly incredible and because of that having these multiple vibes to take you on different elements of the journey is just really important even though my preferences may not lie with every choice that they make creatively i recognize how skilled it is and how amazingly well put together this song is it is enjoyable to listen to even though it's not 100 my cup of tea um right away with the chorus spending all my nights alone waiting for you to call me you're the only one i want by my side when i fall asleep tell me what i'm waiting for tell me what i'm waiting for i know it's hard but we need each other and then if we think about how the last track presented a bunch of folk in, in the various states of emotional insecurity and whatnot, if you've ever lived through that world, the idea of being alone is a very hard thing to do. And you will find yourself often finding comfort in somebody that you can intercourse with and um, spend time with and that kind of thing because in those moments it's like you can escape reality i mean we used to call them daycations where we would like fuck off and both of us would call in sick and uh spend the day in bed just doing the thing and uh kind of ignoring everything that exists and like this peaceful thing and, and hearing a hook like that kind of makes me think of the in-betweens of those moments where you would just crave the next one and I don't know maybe in this case it's about specific somebody and it's special and that point in my life it was certainly not um dom is is again an extremely talented dude man he he comes in hard i don't know if i said it but like he comes in with this like enjoyable way that he he, he presents his flow i move mountains on my own don't need nobody help change your mind when i change my life better start believing in myself we all out looking for looking for god we never see it in ourselves shit divine intervention moving stuff 
what a fascinating like way to look at the power within yourself to accomplish things mixed with how other people and in general we're almost taught to seek that through external forces rather than realizing how in, in, in powerful we can be when we can develop our own sense of real confidence and i really kind of like that i like the way he flows this you can find me dancing in between raindrops trying to find a way to make the pain stop over time on the graveyard got a feeling brainwashed my instability's trademark copywritten on my decisions this is not supposed to be a way way of living turn my temple down to a prison and then he just kind of like almost flips it like he understands what's possible but maybe isn't able to necessarily get there because of the complicated nature of his current existence and i like the fact that like he understands how back and forth he might be inside of himself and how there's almost like this internal war and i think so many people are going through that right now that i appreciate him again putting down that honesty and it just is really good to listen to it's it almost has like a softer tone in the delivery but it's still poetically beautiful matt champion is my champion of the track and he comes in with his cooler flow and it just kind of in his verse i feel like he used to kind of like describe sneaking to some place where he gets all fucked up with some girl and he realizes the morality of the situation and questions that like and she gave me all i need for tonight 40 suffice morally all right but i need some advice but i know that i'm acting foolish could you pick me around up around noonish half a blunt yeah we cool and twist it up put it on outcast amazing that he shouts out outcast i like the fact that these guys are not afraid to shout out classic influences that inspire them but again there's that escapist i know that i'm fucking with people i know that this isn't necessarily the right thing to be doing with my time and how i treat people but doing it anyway because it's just kind of what you're hooked on and then oh bareface that guy has such an eerie voice and chilling effect on the track that just every time you hear it just just takes you to a new place with it but when i love you right i love you right i'm by your side but i'll make it bright baby i want you to know i'm gonna be there for you and it's just like this dedication, this, this this ominous dedication in the middle of like the emotional instability brought on by the other guys. So you're dealing with, on the one hand, the recklessness of what's really going on inside of yourself while the facade of what you're putting on to spend time with this person is oh you're incredible i'm gonna be the best for you and then you know kevin kind of jumps in back and forth i'll take if it, that's what i'm asking for with my legs up on the dashboard only thing in my pocket is my passport and that's an interesting point right so it's almost like you're going back and forth and if you get the opportunity to jump at the situation fine whatever it is i'll go with you we'll run away we'll do whatever and how who hasn't sat there and been like don't you just want to run away from it all and go to another place and do it all and in this case maybe they have the means to do it so he's just like fuck it let's go all i need is my passport that's it we'll go anywhere you want it's almost like super sweet and endearing and then the track kind of ends with so do you love me and that's when it kind of tied it in for me a little bit so this kind of sounds like this this bastic almost argument or conversation of intensity where he's kind of being super honest i'm a fucking crazy person i'm gonna be like this one of this but i'm also like this and you know like laying it all down i'm gonna take you anywhere i'm gonna be the best person for you and make you feel amazing but also i guess showing all the truth of it boiling it all down to that culmination at the end where it's like so do you love me please love me almost like just begging for it in a sense give me that affirmation that this isn't crazy that this isn't just in my head and so or i think maybe you guys can let me know what you think always sometimes i feel like part of it goes from what's actually happening into the song to where my imagination takes me with this song so i'm curious to hear if your imaginations go to different places i give this a 4.25 because it's an amazingly put together song but as i did mention it's not 100 percent my cup of tea so anyway i don't i want to stay true to myself you know either way some of y'all watching this may be like you know what boy bye holy shit this beat is just fantastic um this energy on this track is just fantastic i mean i know this one's been out for a minute and maybe a gajillion motherfuckers and my reaction videos about it and whatever but like wow it just starts off and like dom is just sitting there with the basketball in the video and i think this video is, is so interesting right because the the individual shots are just so fucking weird so dom is like pretty close to the camera 
and then they're using stuff like gestalt principles to uh essentially have these three people in the background i don't actually know if there are other dudes in a group i just assume everybody's in a group in the video and they're all like dom's just kind of like bouncing the basketball like holding it up and stuff and because of how far back they are it looks like throughout is trying to jump up and reach up and get it and he's just like confidently moving this around while he starts off the track with everybody ask me how i deal with my depression man look i don't got the answer to your question and i'm like damn he's got this cool cadence with it this sick like fucking disposition if i did you would probably never hear from me again that's a promise not a threat it ain't no and it ain't no half stepping so basically what he's saying here is i'm not necessarily certain that my emotional state's proper i don't the answer to the question how i'm coping and if i really came to answers to your questions which you don't really want me to do it's gonna go in a direction you don't want to go and then he shows legitimacy by talking about fucking big daddy canes ain't no half stepping and we recently reviewed big daddy Kane, so i'm so happy that this this just keeps popping up so i can be like i know what that means but that was cool again like i said showing love to the legends which is going to be something that these boys are going to it's going to help them as they grow and people realize that this is a differentiator of this group um another one that does that is flatbush zombies they're pretty dope um anyway but can't let it compromise the pace i'm setting grandma told me don't forget to count my blessings breaking up botanicals to ease my stress and was the own was the one that you needed when but you weren't expecting and that's cool man because after flipping into that dark shit he's kind of like yeah but i'm also doing pretty incredible stuff and my grandma did tell me to stop and smell the roses and understand that sometimes there are actually good things going on and then evidently he's smoking some marijuana and then he's also providing you with what you needed but weren't expecting which is a cool thing because honest honesty on these subjects in a non-commercial way is fascinating um kudos to logic for trying to wear, raise awareness for like the suicide stuff and whatnot and props to him for like doing that ridiculously over the top pop song but hearing dom kind of rap some shit that i feel sometimes is just more meaningful to a person like me um so i respect that wrote a new constitution we don't need amending i go johnny cochran when i'm raising my defenses fuck man it's cool that they're using such like things like oj's lawyer to the quality of skill of his defenses in terms of holding down who he is and whatnot it's an amazing verse and it's an amazing start to the song with this funky crazy rhythms on this beat and it's just it's just like it sets it up and then immediately matt champions inside this like glass elevator thing and he's like fucking kissing it and crap like putting his lips up as he's rapping on his verse and then he just pulls out like windex and cleans it and the effect of him cleaning the glass and how clear it gets after is actually pretty substantial and for like what four dollars they got such a killer prop because i assume you have to buy the bottle of windex or even anybody had one hell they might have just gotten it because somebody had windex around clean excellent effect i was blown away by that but he's fun man i got caught like the first time i heard it man this shit bumps like a belly when it's pregnant because a pregnant belly has a bump and this song actually does bump like a pregnant belly because it's like that I, I thought it was fucking cool bonafide big bird looking like a yeti i interesting line just because it rhymes perfectly and like it's, it's such interesting imagery like you see like big bird such a nice thing but yeti such a not nice thing put together swift cheat feeded as a real big kitty made y'all judges that's a real ass feeling and i'm like okay that's a weird vagina line maybe i don't know or he or maybe it's just because he's so on to say kitty because it rhymes and he just kind of brings up cheetahs because they're fast or maybe it's just i'm overthinking it i don't know i liked when he goes always got the shit like a constipated reverend because again if a reverend's full of shit anyways you know and if he's constipated it's, it's always got to go i thought it was like just clever shit y'all don't like the shit talk dumb pun all fun but i make your bitch crack a giggle with the next one there's just this confidence you know goofy ass boy look like elmer fudd cousin like there's this confidence to how he owns what he is and it's just flares and i think again matt champion did my favorite verse on his track and it's really really freaking cool super enjoyed it 
super upbeat, yo. Like, this track is 2 minutes and 22 seconds long, and it fucks me up, again, how much they pack into it and how alive and amazing the experience of this song is. Kevin Abstract's part of the music video, uh, at least the first part, is just incredible. Everybody's got these lighters in this black room, and then the lighters start going out a little bit, and then it's just really dark, and then he's just in front of a green screen thing, or a, one of those mats where basically it's a green screen. And that part was really boring. But the part with the lighters, I was like, whoa, that's a cool concept. So I really appreciated that. Um, and again, his verse is pretty good. Trauma got me fucked up. Mama got me fucked up. My little locked up. It's like Hakuna Matata. Never like sci-fi. Empathetic Wi-Fi. Keep it in the back room. Hide it with my dry eye. And I guess he's just kind of pointing out here that his life's a little complicated and he doesn't like fake shit. And so he's just trying to like hold it all together. I don't know. And then kind of moves on to flossing about how all this money on the table because they had that 15 million dollar deal and none of his people are still stable yet because i actually was just reading an article where even if they had that 15 million dollar deal that's not like the band gets 15 million dollars it's not really how it works uh they were saying that they would likely have gotten at most 600,000 to like live off of a plus like another 700,000 for like x amount of production and stuff so Honestly, if you consider it's like 11 or 12 dudes and you start splitting stuff up, yeah, these guys are going to have to end up making some serious cash flow in order to like maintain. I'm not like trying to be negative. I'm saying a $15 million record label deal isn't actually going to be enough to sustain them. Whereas where I think they're heading is they're heading for the un enough money coming in from the underground that they have never have to worry. Like they're going to be proper they're gonna be taken care of um and then i really like the part where matt champion and merlin would do this little interlude and i was pretty excited because merlin sounds fantastic but i like the just the just it's nothing really it's just a little simple thing you, you know tell dj man he ain't slick because he ain't playing hits he's silly silly and then the boy bye kind of like comes in and i think that might be the first time we hear the boy bye which I really like. I think it's 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 a really fucking great little touch to this track. Um, Bareface sings, and he's he's got like this freaking eeriness to him again. I really like it. Ringing their ears like a bark. Always feel left in the dark. Trauma, the price for the patience. Character character shaped like an arc. Move like my shit. Stay in the park. Don't feel the love or respect. Grip like a hand on my neck. This is the year. Place your bets. And I feel like from here. He's kind of expressing, again, the same kind of moroseness that everyone else is, but also that, like, fight back. Like, I'm trying to escape this. Everything's holding my down, but fuck that. We here to take it. Boy, bye. And then Joba does this really eerie outro that's just hauntingly beautiful to listen to with the bitter Merlin. And then the song ends, and I'm just sitting here left like, that was an experience go on like it was an experience that's truly dope um this is a five on five this song is amazing i know i'm gonna be coming back and listening to this one again all right let's move on to track four on this project heaven belongs to you all right so this is a really really cool track featuring the british or english rapper slow thigh slow tie i'm not really sure i've never heard of this dude before however having heard this track i'm instantly interested in hearing more of his work in the future and should, should he drop an album there's a chance that we end up reviewing it and i feel like every time i come across an english dude i keep remembering that we're supposed to be doing more english music on this channel and we just never seem to get around to it so let me know when you guys see cool albums that are coming just hit me up in the comments or whatever hit us up on twitter and just be like yo you guys should review this when it drops because usually if you guys make that effort for the few times this happened we do try to do the new albums that you guys actually want to see um but yeah immense myself in discontent hoping you can repent these things it smells like ginger i don't know if that's where they got the album title from but it's such like uh, a another kind of flowing in this messy tone of things like i'm losing myself in the darkness of it so i guess it's not a hundred percent a love album like i thought now that i really think about it it's more of like an emotional disarray album maybe it flips i again do not remember what the other six tracks sound like i have heard the whole thing like once or twice but for my like actual review i don't I didn't really critically think about the second half of the album yet um and i do 
like just the the overall tone that he brings in you know bad things have happened and i want to find almost my recourse to redemption to making things better and this is such a cool tone right because it's almost like Brockhampton is trying to make maturity and growth a sexy and attractive thing for young people to get into, which is a weird thing in a world where all the people my age are convinced young people are fucking morons because they don't listen to music that young people are making and stuff. Anyway, uh, what you mean I ain't like Timothy? Dead leaves and debris sweep you chimneys. I don't even know what the hell that means. Let's see if Genius can help us with this Timothy. Slow tie refers to the odd life of Timothy Green. I don't know what the fuck that is. A 2012 family drama film about a strange plant-like boy who is essentially born from the imagination of a childless couple. What? Is that a good movie? Should we watch that movie? Do you guys watch that? Anyway, Jaylee's... <laughs> it's fine. Um... They put the blame on me, but hey, it wasn't me. Like, God can judge me, but only God can see me. I ain't been judged. No one judging me. I walk in water, paint and touch what I bring to these. And there's a war on my head just like the Middle East. And on the flurry vision, blurly cease soliloquies. And that's a powerful thing to me because I wrote a lyric where it's like, God may forgive my sins, but my peers will shoot me down on sight. And it's, I don't know, sometimes you come up with something and that idea just like sticks with you. And it's like, we live in a world where through religion and stuff, you get forgiveness and like God is there. But, and I truly, I actually believe in that stuff. So you might not, but to me, that makes a lot of sense. So we can get past like the bad stuff we've done in our past and, and grow from it and whatnot but society seems to be like fuck that i'm gonna judge you so there's this like external pressure of judging where even if god forgives your sins and everybody forgives it not everyone literally if that other person watching is like i have not yet forgiven it let's say who the fuck are you to even have an opinion about what the fuck i'm doing and so i look at it like this is representative of that struggle of like trying to be true to yourself mixed with everyone else's expectations but then he kind of goes fuck god i'm a dog backwards get it fuck god i'm a god because um i mean uh, yeah it makes total sense it's just he said dog backwards and i thought that was clever because it just makes me think of green day's minority then for some reason he doesn't smoke backwoods and then i found out that apparently there's a no tobacco leaf movement going on where people are trying to get hemp leaves going on but like i just i just know that up in montreal papers are big uh what you saying what you praying for forgiveness when you want to get money get them riches like what you saying why you praying for forgiveness whole lot of sin and some bitches like yeah and that's an interesting point because some like how could you be out there trying to get that redemption when at the same time you're trying to do all the things that are essentially bad and sinful and you know you're going to keep doing them so like what you actually trying to do here praying for forgiveness in that moment and then this uh three six mafia break the law sample kicks in at the end which is used on the track if you pray right and there is some tweet that's links these two tracks together where somebody tweeted out if you pray right comma space heaven belongs to you so in a sense this might be almost the part two of that other song i don't know i saw it on the internet thought i'd give it to y'all because it did a little due diligence there i like this track i thought it was really interesting to listen to sonically cool beat he uh the, the, the slow ties voice and tone on the album just fits really well like he just fits as if he was a member of brockhampton and i think that's an amazing thing and uh that's probably why they didn't actually feature him because for this track at least he was you know there i also love the fact that you know project pat and juicy and juicy j and dj paul get writing credits simply because of that little sample use writing credits are fascinating i've been learning about copyright and how like royalties and shit actually get paid out and who gets credited and stuff and it's truly fascinating i don't think many of y'all actually know what's up so i might make a video or something breaking it down at some point in the future on that note this track's a 4.5 on 5 it's really awesome next track's called saint percy this one has like this definite kind of head boppy like i don't want to i don't know if it's trappy flow to it but what i think is fascinating is how we've hit track five and every single song has sounded different yet 
every single song feels like it belongs on this project and is just the next logical step in the course of what you're supposed to be hearing. Um, Kevin starts us off with this more deeper tone to it like he's not doing that high pitch stuff and I'll, i kind of like it in the same one you see in the classroom a we was chilling and still making crowds move a young k still posted in the a like a brave no chain your boys got uh no chain your boys got what would make my neck fucking bang and i kind of like that he stays true to himself there and he just kind of spits it out like he's just kind of chilling out there young kevin see some dudes he likes what's up Hanging on your speaker, banging on your speaker, need to find a reason, make you believe me, baby. Young Nolan, PlayStation controlling, send him to get up my head, and when it's over, roll over your soldier, no coaster, a toy and back whenever the storm is over. I feel like Kevin's a little bit playing with the boys in the sense that he's being a player with the boys, getting what he wants out of the situation. And I just really like it. I feel like he's just ready, he's ready to go and it just has this sick ass flow the way the beat just like he starts going and then the drums just like kick in like i think eight bars into it and you just you just feel your head's itching and it comes and you're ready to go with it and it's just sick in the way it bounces out to the end of it um then i like how in the chorus there's this little thing where it goes there's no love in the ghetto money money we are just getting get go there's no love in the ghetto etc and this is from rapper deflex's song only god knows which is something that i might want to check out now because i thought it was cool though that they essentially are sitting there digging into freaking crates looking for great ass old shit to sample to complement their new music and that's just super fantastic and super awesome matt champion's flow is stellar on this track i really like it how do you do that boy devil i'm bamboozled yeah let's go up behind the head like leopard and push it give it space we're gonna drop caught grand canyon she bust back blow a fuse over to damn canyon so i believe he has her with her legs back over the head and he's smashing that shit to make it so good she it sprays into the canyon then you go cirque du soleil okay hold okay can we just pause for a second i went to cirque du soleil because i'm in montreal so like that shit's actually readily available up here and um i saw the contortionist people and holy crap a new bucket list item appeared on my life where i'm like how how do you do that and so that Cirque du Soleil shit where she got a leg behind her head if that's what he's pulling off that's some fancy shit that's what I'm trying to say anyway I like the way he's just like rolly poly slide that pull yeah low blow and I sing like a dodo eyes frosty snow gloves and I'm just like this is a weird silly enjoyable verse um major league um sheen call me wild thing which is cool because i believe that sheen's character came out to the track wild thing in the major league movies so again just this random ass late 80s reference that just gets thrown in from these young cats that's fucking cool man uh then don mcclennan comes up and does a different kind of like trap flow on this like everybody's kind of got their different version on the flow run up a check run up a check hey ah, until i miss until i miss hey ah he does that kind of shit and i'm like that's fucking cool man overall this verse is fine i don't have a lot more to comment on it it's just a sick verse that he brings in and he again like the because they're all so different it's like it's dynamic it's almost like brockhampton understands the adhd generation and understands that people don't have attention spans so they keep shit alive so you can't get bored it's impossible um bareface kills it again you got big boy money like you ready for war you be talking like you really gonna run that dough you be running that's not draining from your nose that's ice cream sugar to cocaine throat and i guess that's him kind of pointing out that sometimes people are coked up and talking some shit like i really i'm not 100 percent sure oh i just clicked on the genius annotation to see what's up apparently this alludes to ice cream man a 1996 album by master p which i didn't know about and then he's and I'm like, fuck, look at that, man. These guys know what the fuck is up. I, I really, really appreciate this. Then um, the track kind of ends with Merlin Wood being like, Murder man, murder man, someone better hold me for this shit gets ugly. I don't know. And then it just flips out. It's really great. I really enjoy this track. So far, this album has proven to be truly stellar. It's got a great vibe. I'm going to give this one another uh, 4.5 on 5. And that's going to lead us into the last song we're going to talk about in part one of this project, If You Pray Right. What a great use of interesting instruments to make this beat again follow suit. 
being a live experience and if i'm looking quick this is the longest song on the album at five minutes and it features i believe five of the six dudes that do vocal work on this track which is truly cool i think the specific niche of this track is to make kind of um, vague religious references as they go through their thing um dom starts us off like hallelujah holy lion where did judas how i'm supposed to hate trust you trust what you say is the truest holly selesi in sahala i sorry if i said that wrong if i gotta spin my words around if you wanted a mandala for nirvana singing a sonata towards our comma now i do have to say this is really smart so he, he kind of like points out hallelujah holy lion which is some christian shanks where to, uh, christian symbolism where to judas the betrayer how am i supposed to trust what you say is the truest you know in terms of this religion or whatever uh, in general but when you go and immediately link it to Haley selassie uh, selassie who if i'm not mistaken had his own um it wasn't he the one that led rastafarianism actually i need to learn more about him i have a book on him that i should read it's really short um anyway uh so when he kind of springs it back to africa and i think one of the more fascinating uh things about god that i've learned in the last while that i'd never considered before is that basically every type of person out there has a, a god in a sense for their culture that looks like them except black people who got the white god so it's almost like they got stamped out so i mean when you think about that you're like yo considering how they've changed the history and fucked up some perception stuff it is like how you're supposed to trust what you're saying when there are these other things out there and then showing like um a mandala if i'm not mistaken that is the thing they would or sorry mandala is a sorry it's not mandala Manda, mandala mandala is this buddhist uh, symbolism which anyway bring towards karma and just showing that there's almost other things out there which i thought was pretty cool um i got spirits in my heart that make my mind move like it's water flow into the moment and avoid the melodrama so i guess he just kind of goes with what he feels and intuitively knows to be the truth which is a cool way to operate i'm currently riding some kind of wavelength wavelength like that too my um anyway and it's pretty cool it kind of flows into the cohesiveness of his group um operating like specialists one to the two to the who are you sending out projections with prejudice my attention to details and scale with classic compression is so the lesson that prerequisites are irrelevant to my standards is a deficit in your sentiment you better learn to mind all your manners and i'm like yo this is actually really fucking great language use and fucking cool lyricisms pointing out that they are effectively more superior to you due to attention to detail and quality versus your trash and that's dope that's really dope it's really fun to listen to and then anyway he, he finishes out the verse in the same kind of way and then kevin comes in with a chorus hiding on my partner so it's a couple bands inside my mouth instead of feeling trippy dog you need to help your city out and i'm like wait so he's out at his partner's house i guess maybe that has something to do with his mom not feel his mom's apparently homophobic and so you can see how he would not be able to comfortably be at home maybe he's got gold teeth or whatever uh and then he says instead of being trippy like i guess wasting your money on hedonism help out your city build up some shit and i'm like that's an interesting flex you should do stuff like that couple with the teflon gets repeated for a while and i'm like that's an interesting line i guess if you all up in a certain life you both wear some vests make sure you're all protected i like how matt champion just kind of paints this little situation where like if you leave yourself exposed you go and get clipped and that's cool i really enjoyed that and then merlin kind of hypes him up a bit before he comes in with his verse if you want a feature we can figure it out want a collab for your album we can figure it out have you not have you not under the boys who colored you're all out then you copy paste hard work from the bh house and i guess there he's pointing out that like if you want to work with them that can be details that are arranged but they're starting to be copied from and i guess people are starting to jack their style and try to do their own thing with it which makes total sense because like i said at the very beginning of this re review i do believe brockhampton is going to be the boilerplate for how a lot of people are going to move in the future um 
I always, and then uh, Merlin goes on to say, I always got something to say when you take food from my mouth. I beg my mommy for money till the day it ran out. They say we helped you win and win. Now you should figure it out, figure it out. And I guess they're just kind of pointing out that people's kind of taken from them and not being what they're supposed to be and kind of creating false realities instead of the fact that they can remember differently, like happened to borrow from your mom instead of getting help from these other types. Then uh, Joba shows up and gives us a verse, which is really cool because I believe this is the first like rappy Joba verse we have gotten on this album so far. Uh, Waste your breath, watch the tone, take you to the dojo, roll up my dojo, sticky fingers at the door, bro, Jehovah, you ho, bitch. Witness sadistic shit will come again. Next time I'll take my belt off, spank you, bad kid, backseat, not me, got me. And if I'm not mistaken, what he's describing here is how he's getting a kind of stoned, and then a Jehovah's Witness shows up and he kind of threatens that person. And um, I don't know. I didn't 100% know what uh, he was going for here, but I did really enjoy listening to it. Then it ends with this break the law thing that we had in the Heaven Belongs to You track, the 3 6 Mafia. Uh, sample which is cool because it does have this rebellious tone and this great feel to it and then uh we get this outro which if you watch the music video they're all in like this silver shit i think this one and then this is where the song shifts and it's a different thing from another song and in this it's this part that you get on that album is not in the video so kevin is like i'm tired of making a fool out of you and me is there anything i can do that'll save us baby is there anything loving lies and robin shot he's 45 and still alive and no didn't try and that's how they killed my brother you know better and then it just kind of like fades out and it kind of ends and you kind of still get the sense that in the way that they've been living and they've been kind of perusing through their emotional insecurity there's still again that desire to be better and to try to create salvation and maybe some of the more complicated situations in their life either way i thought this song was pretty great it's kind of following suit on everything that we've heard so far and it's another 4.5 on 5 it's another really fantastic track and i don't know if you could tell by my grades but i'm really liking this album so far so i do i do have to go listen to the end of it so before we can get to dearly departed i actually have to go review that crap and finish up the review and go record and do all of that but i wanted to get this out today so that we can get out the next one tomorrow and whatnot or as soon as i can if it doesn't come out tomorrow i apologize for those who do watch this the day it comes out um and yeah as soon as i can i'll get the rest of the album review out so thank you for bearing with me and i look forward to seeing what you have to say because your comments will come in and then i'll have already reviewed the rest of the album and then we'll see how that usually goes because sometimes it's been real fun usually i'll have already recorded the second part or whatever and then i get comments i'm like damn i wish i would have seen that beforehand but yo on that note i do appreciate anything that you do want to say and if you make that effort i will make the effort to answer you if you like the video please feel free to like it and you can subscribe to the channel to get more reviews and to you know follow our journey as we explore music together um you know there's a good there's a good number of people who regularly come back and that blows my mind every single fucking day uh, special thanks though to the patrons Ismail Kadamsi, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black Hurricane, Linda Williams, and Coney Sparks to support what we do, help us get a new camera get to tell us what albums they want to see us review very soon we're going to be doing Bodied for Mr. Coney Sparks uh, and that should come out in a week or so sorry for it taking so long, it's been a weird month um, first vacation on the channel happened this month um, anyway so yeah let us know what's up uh if you want to support the channel you can do that over on patreon for a dollar more a month and you'll you'll help us get to a point where we can do a lot more than what we're doing right now and i make music as well links to that in the description if you want to check that out i'd love to hear what you have to think we've also got some videos on this channel and i'm running out of stuff to plug so have yourselves a great day i'm gonna go do part two very soon